With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think the, um, there's a little glitch, and I'm just going to warn you at this point. I've had a couple problems logging in, and it's logged me out a few times. I had some problem with the uh, music coming in. So anyway, hopefully everything will work out, and I think it's still wanting to run here. So um, uh, everything will work out fine. I've got Ron on the air right now. We're going to do a little bit, and it looks like we have uh, a couple of other people uh, look like Bernie might be here, and I don't know if uh, that's it. So let's make sure we get everybody here. So, Ron, are you there? Yes, I am, Holly. It's uh, good to hear from you. Yeah, good hearing for you. Thank you for being here. Let me see if this is Bernie. Bernie, is that you? It is. This is Bernie. Right. Yes, ma'am. Hi, Bernie. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Good. I have another caller, and I think Ron said that George might be joining us. Let's see if that's him. Let's see off the the line with him. I let him know that Ron had just messaged me. Okay. Is this George? Are you on there now, too? Yes, ma'am. Great. Perfect. So, yeah, uh, what I'm going to do is, since there's four of us going at the same time, um, we're going to try to make sure we uh, work this out pretty good. I want to introduce the four of you and just kind of let each of you tell us a little bit about yourselves. And um, you've only got three or four hours each, so don't worry about the time. I'm just kidding, of course. But um, <laughs> so uh, we're gonna well go ahead and start. Let's go starting from uh, the uh, from George to Bernie, then to Ron, and we'll start with Ron a little bit. And I know that. Um, um, feel free to kind of jump in, and if you got a pause, you got a question or a comment or add to it, and we'll just have a, a conversation. How's that work? Okay. Fine. Okay. That'll be so, great. Uh, That'll be great. Good. So, George, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes, I'm uh, George Willett. I've been with the association ever since Ron started it, and I've been umpiring since 86, and I turned director for Ron. And it's working out real good, and our program's getting bigger and bigger. We got one heck of a uh, World Series every year in July down in uh, Johnson City, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Ron said you're going to join us, George, I forgot that you're an umpire, so I can't talk to umpires. I'm not really a big fan. I'm just telling you, as an old coach, I'm just uh, no, I'm just kidding and, and stuff. But um, yeah, well, I'm one of his directors too. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, that that balances out pretty good. We need to give her a counter and just let her umpire a game, and then she'll change her mind. <laughs> yeah, I, I umpire. Yeah, I umpired some youth sports back when I was uh, starting out and stuff like that. It is a hard thing to do, but uh, but it's just natural, you know, I guess. But uh, so, Bernie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was actually with U Triple S A when uh, Ron and I started uh, working together, and uh, actually, uh, I was going to retire. That's another story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave Ron about 
told him I'd give him three or four years, and after that, it'd be on a year basis, and I don't even know how many <laughs> years it's been now. Uh, that's funny. So, uh, um, and then we Ron, give us a little bit. Three of us, you know. Yeah, perfect. Uh, now, where, uh, George, where are you originally from? Louisville here. You're from Kentucky. Louisville? And, and Bernie? Yes. Uh, I originated from uh, Louisville. I'm now in Taylorsville. In Taylorsville? That's okay. Yeah. So Ron is the owner of Future Stars of Sports, and yes, I guess ma'am. is the founder. So, Ron, give us a little bit of uh, your background, please. Well, we've been doing this for, Lord, I think Future Stars of Sports is now 11, 12 years old. And the uh, background, as far as all of us, we started with USA which, uh, you know, now we're a competitor of, uh, but I have yeah. nothing but good things to say about USA or any of the others. I, I'm not one that uh, tries to downgrade the other programs. Uh, some of them I hope to be someday. But uh, yeah. we were with USA and uh, spun off and went at one time to USFA, and was with them only a year, was not happy with the position that I was in at that time. And uh, I had an opportunity to become a national director for a program out of Georgia. Uh Bernie and I drove to Georgia, met with the people. I was named national director. And uh, kind of a long story, but a short time with them, I was uh, setting up a World Series for them, and in a Johnson City, Tennessee hotel to meet with some people and set up a World Series for this other program, and we were doing a conference call. And at the same time with the conference call, I was doing, I was in a chat room with the national baseball director of this program, and we had talked previously with the owner, and had a lot of things moving in a direction and then we get on this conference call with our directors and a lot of things that we were told were being misrepresented to the other directors so on the way home from that drive five and a half hours back to Louisville Bernie convinced me and said Ron you can do this yourself and that's really how Future Stars of Sports started and now, 11 years later, we went from 30-some teams in a World Series at Johnson City to the last two years, 126 teams. And 10, 11 states this year, we've already got 11 states represented in that event, and we're over 60 teams in March. The event's not till late July, so we expect to be well over 100 again this year. Fantastic. Very, very cool. Yeah, of course, you know, I've been to uh, Johnson City and, and um, at, at your tournament there. And um, the the city one is a uh, – that that area is really a cool area, really nice area for something like that because it's, it's got a lot of convenience, but it's not gigantic. It's not like a Louisville where you got a whole lot of stuff going on. You get in there and you just play softball. Right. Uh, I compare yeah. it to maybe Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeah, uh, you know it's a nice, nice sized town. You know, got pretty much anything you want as far as restaurants and hotels. Uh-huh. The the complexes we use are really nice. Uh, White Top there in Bristol, Tennessee, uh, real close to the the Bristol Motor Speedway, is a beautiful complex. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, Wing Deer in Johnson City uh, is where we host the older age divisions and uh, I always know that they're going to be there because that's where I tell my college coaches to be. Uh-huh. And uh, then we use a few other complexes just outside of Johnson city, but uh, th- this event has grown and uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of teams tell me, you know, they put that on their calendar as their season ending event. And we get teams from South Carolina, uh-huh. Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, uh, of course, Tennessee, those, those are regulars, but uh, periodically, you know, last year we had some come up from Florida. We've had New York. Uh, this year we've got Pennsylvania, Illinois, uh, Michigan. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's growing and expanding, mm-hmm. 
and, and we've added a few other events this year that I'm pretty excited about. We're doing a Class yeah. C World Series in uh, New Albany, Indiana this year. That is a first-time event. The C program, uh, some of your larger programs have started that a few years ago, and then I keep getting teams saying, hey, you know, you have C, you have C, so we're, we're starting that and uh, have got a pretty good response, so we're excited about that movement as well. Fantastic. Now, um, New Albany, Indiana, you just had a tournament there this past weekend, correct? Yes, we had 27 teams play at New Albany this weekend, and, uh, you know, things went pretty well. Got some really nice feedback. Uh-huh. We're doing a few things that uh, years ago you, you couldn't do, but uh-huh. it seems to be growing. And when I say that, whoever created the fast pitch program years ago, and I never have understood this, but it's always been on even even years. You have 8, 10s, 12s, 14s, 16s, and 18s. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason, uh, they did that instead of, you know, your youth baseball has always been each year. You, right. you know, you're 10, next year you play as 11s. Uh-huh. Uh, you played odd numbers. Yeah. And fast pitch, they never did that. And uh, uh-huh. the last few years I've been trying to uh, do, you know, offer nine-year-olds, first-year 10s, uh, which is what they're referred to as, first-year 10s uh-huh. and first-year first 12s. So you're allowing nines to play against nines and 11s to right. play against 11s. And, and it is catching on, and I've noticed uh, a few of the other programs have started doing it as well. But we uh, we offered a 11-year-old division and a 9-year-old division at the World Series in Johnson City last year. And uh, it was actually the second year for the 11s that we've done it. And uh-huh. it's small numbers because not everybody knows about it. But we've, we've right. been able to hold something with, you know, six to eight teams for those divisions to where they're not having to play against 12-year-olds and get their brain speed in. And it's it's been a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, I bet it was because, uh, just a, a guess, is because when all of the softball stuff started, just sheer numbers wasn't existing, and they probably couldn't keep teams with just one year. They probably had to com- uh, put two years together just to have teams, I bet. but uh, I would say you're right. I would think yeah. so. So, uh, George and Bernie, what's what? Uh, for example, uh, we'll go with Bernie. What's your what's your role for the company? And like in these tournaments, like the World Series in Johnson City, or let's say in New Albany, uh, what's your role? My role, well, I direct. Sometimes I do the gate. Uh, I'm usually the guy. A lot of times they call and ask about the rules when we got one. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'm getting old timers, <laughs> I call them sometimes too. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like I've been kind of a buffer with a uh, buffer with Ron a lot of times when things get yeah. a little tough. You know, I talk. You know, I think I help encourage him. You know, try to be that, and I try to be the guy that stays positive. Right. Uh, uh, they kid me. I, I tell a lot of people, "God bless you," and have a good day when they're going off on me. <laughs> when they're going off on you, when they're getting after you. Uh, you know, yeah. Say that, People get a little excited, you know. <laughs> they uh, can he, do that. He is, very, he is very good at diffusing the moment. I mean, he, yeah. he will have have a fan that's just irate about something, and he'll keep his composure, and he'll say, God bless you, and have a good day. Well, that usually ends <laughs> the, the discussion. You know, when, when somebody yeah. uh God blessing you, it's kind of hard to sit there and treat that guy bad. So it is. he's very it is. good at that. He's yeah. very good at that. Both of these fellows here have been with me for ever since, I mean, back back when I took over U-Trip in this area, they were with me. They've been with me since day one, as Bernie said, and, and George as well. I think they both, when I took over the U-Trip program, they were ready to retire. They were, they were burnt out, and uh, mm-hmm. we oh, have formed a relationship. We, we actually, we, if you were... Well, I I uh, hinted to you and put it in your ear. Let's get George back out. We need him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 were in Florida. <laughs> at, uh, 
we were in Florida in a big convention, and uh, I think George really had already told me that he was done, and uh, Bernie convinced me to, you know, sit down and talk to him, and George said, uh, you know, you know I'll, I'll help you get started and, you know, help you learn the ropes and all this, and uh, now George and I are like brothers, and uh, he has been through thick and thin with me, both of them, you know, one's my right arm, one's my left arm. And uh, I would uh-huh. not be doing what I'm doing today without either one of them. And I think they both know that. And uh, they're, they're super. George, uh, the fans, the parents, the coaches love George. He's he's one that, uh, you know, as they're leaving, he's thanking everybody for coming. And he's just real gracious with all the people and very good with uh-huh. them. And, uh Everybody loves and respects Bernie, and I, I couldn't be more blessed to have both of them on board with me. Yeah, fantastic. Um, so you, you're mentioning uh, Bernie's involvement with um, parents being irate. I know that that probably is a very, very rare occurrence, being sarcastic. But um, yeah, so, well, you know, what, it, 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 thank God it's not as you know. Real, real bad. Just to be honest with you, you you just occasionally have one or two. Thank God, through a tournament that that it happens that really bring it to you. I'm sure others do, but they just don't. You know, they're they're not that irate uh, that uh, they got to bring it to me. But usually, you, you, most people just want you to listen to them. Yeah, they want somebody yeah. to hear them. Yeah. Yeah, and Holly, quite honestly, for the most part, we don't have any problems. I mean, you uh-huh. you get that parent that, regardless of what happens, you know, you can't please, yeah. and you get that coach every once in a while. But the majority of people we deal with, they're they're very gracious, they're thankful. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, it's it's a different sport. Uh, fast uh-huh. pitch girls, parents seem to be more appreciative. They don't think like dealing with the baseball coach that little Johnny. Uh-huh at 10 years old is going to be a major league baseball player. Right. Most right. of your fast pitch parents, and some of them go overboard because, you know, they uh-huh. act like every game's a world series, but the majority of the people that we deal with, they're, they're good. Uh, uh-huh. you know, yes. There's times that somebody questions why we do this or why we do that. And they may have a better way of doing it in their mind, but for the most part, People are very good with us, and uh, I think we we try to return that. Uh, I'm I'm very grateful for all the teams and the coaches that come and play in my events, and we try to let them know that. And uh, uh-huh. you know, we try to to deliver what we promise. And right. again, I think people respect that, and they there there's a trust there. And I feel like if you don't handle the people with integrity you're failing to, you know, to begin with. So yeah, that right. is a big part of our program. And I think these guys here, they treat people well. And the coaches and the, the general public recognize George and Bernie, and they recognize them as, as good people and people that they can talk to. So has there been a time, George or Bernie, I'll, I'll ask you to, um, <clears throat> has there been a time that, because I've, I've done, I used to run intramurals at a college level, and, and I, I know what it's like to get complaining and, and stuff and, and uh, been around it a little bit. But has there been a time that a parent has come to you and complained about something and you diffuse the, diffuse the situation? Everything's great, but you're, after you, that situation, you go, you know, that's something we need to change. That's something we need to, to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, we, we – uh... We talk uh, about it whenever we have a situation come off quite often and try to make a decision, okay, are we doing it right or do we need to shift mm-hmm. gears and move in a direction? Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, there have been times, I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now, but there have been times to say, yeah, we could do that better. You know? Right, right, yeah. The um, yeah, no, we, So I did – go ahead. I was going to say, Holly, we, we definitely, you know, hear things uh, – you know, hear suggestions and not to say we're always right because we're not, mm-hmm. but uh, nine times out of 10, <clears throat> excuse me, nine times out of 10, we can explain why we do this or that and mm-hmm. it appeases them. But periodically, you know, if they have a good suggestion, we may not change it now, 
because we've right. already got you know our program set up. But at the uh-huh. end of the year, we do get together and and discuss. Hey, you know, we were hearing these things. How can we uh-huh. make this better? Uh, we right. do take those kind of things and suggestions in, you know, and try to make adjustments. Uh-huh. A lot of times, though, at the same time, when when we're doing certain things, we have reasons to justify why we do it this way. And exactly. Trust me, you you've dealt with the public yourself. You're going to run into someone that always has a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I say that sarcastically, of course, uh-huh. but uh, for the most part, you know, I think people enjoy what we're doing, and uh, we, you know, we're going to always try to put our best foot forward. And I think these gentlemen here, again, uh, support everything that I'm saying, and they're good with the public. Great. Um, so, George, I don't think we got. What is your you your role with the with the organization? I'm a director, same as Bernie. <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, like both of them said, that sometimes we have problems. And like Ron just said, we will discuss it at the end of the year, try to see which way is the best way to go. But people have to remember we cannot change in the middle of the season. Right, right. The rules yeah. or anything. You yeah, know, rules. Right, yeah. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty chaotic. A lot of these coaches. A lot of these coaches can talk to Ron, and he will help them any way he can to get their times, what time they can play in that, so they can go around the girls' schedules like volleyball, basketball, mm-hmm. or anything. And he's right. very good at that, and a lot of coaches appreciate him for that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Holly, yeah that- both of these guys. Uh, in referring to them being directors, what what they do, I, I pretty much uh, deal with the teams Monday through Friday as far as emails, texts, getting schedules out, this and that. Uh-huh. I've got uh, Bernie and George, uh, Don Harvey, Eric Bowes, uh, periodically, uh, periodically Nick uh, Sheridan, a few others that are on-site uh-huh. directors. And what we do on Wednesday when I send my schedules out, I send to these guys and say, okay, I need you here, here, and here. And as a director, they will check the teams in, give them their tournament packet, answer any questions they have. And if there's a rule or a protest or whatever, they're the ones that will make that final decision. 99% of the time they're going to know the call. Periodically we we might have to call, make a phone call to the umpire in chief and uh, get a final ruling. Uh, That's a rarity usually. As I say, 99% of the time they know what they're going to decide before that even Uh happens. And usually, usually if we have a protest, and it's a rarity, if we have something going on, we've caught wind of it prior to the decision having to be made. And there's a behind-the-scenes discussion. Uh, you know, we're texting each other or calling each other and saying, okay, we've got this going on. How do you handle it? Right. And they they handle those type of situations, and they're very good yeah. at it. And yeah, cool. Uh, but that that's their job. And uh, uh-huh. they – I kind of stay behind the scenes and out of the picture. Periodically, I'll get a phone call or something at home – from a coach and quite honestly and if there's coaches listening they 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 may not get a hold of ron ray on the weekend i'm paying these <laughs> guys to do their job uh-huh. so you know if i get a phone call i'm probably going to listen to the voicemail and call that on-site director and say hey you've got something going on at field five you need to attend to but i'm right. not going to get involved in a decision like that to where they think because they're contacting ron ray I'm going to go uh-huh. over George's head or Bernie's head or Don's head. That's not going uh-huh. to happen. More, right. more than likely, they've already talked to me and told me how they were going to handle it, and they've had my approval. Yeah, that well, makes sense. Yeah. I'm pretty good at talking to Ron on my way down to the field. This is what I'm going to, and this is what we're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good, good. Well, that's the communication well, between, between – yeah. you know. Go ahead. 
just running a heads up on the thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's super important. So who was it? Uh, uh, who do you both go to the? Since it's such a big tournament, do you all go to the World Series in Johnson yes, City? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I, yeah. I, yes, ma'am. I take care mm-hmm. of uh, Wing here up in Bristol, and George usually stays there in Johnson City at uh, White Top. Okay, I see. Great. Or is it um, play around? <laughs> Bernie actually got that backwards. Uh, yeah. Bernie, Bernie, Bernie is always at White Top in John in uh, Bristol, Tennessee, with the Twelves. George mm-hmm. is at Wing Deer with the uh, High School Division. Uh, Don Harvey is at One Park. Eric Bowes is at One Park, and periodically mm. we have a fifth. But yes, we, George and myself and Don Harvey usually go down on Monday and we're there the entire mm-hmm. week. Joe mm-hmm. uh Bernie comes down on Wednesday. We don't start playing until Thursday, but uh George, myself and Don go down on Monday because there is quite a bit of work to prepare for the actual event. And uh we have meetings and a lot of things that we do for three days leading up to that event. Uh mm-hmm. Quite honestly, Don Harvey just uh, started attending. He, he he had directed with us for several years, but he had never gone down on Monday. And he thought going down on Monday, you partied for two two days or something. <laughs> and uh, the oh, first God. time he went down there, uh, it's it's nonstop. I mean, we check uh-huh. in Monday morning, and uh, you don't get to sit down and take a breath until Wednesday night, and then the tournament's staring you in the face. But right. Don was like, wow, I had no idea what you all did le- leading up to that. And and you don't. I mean, we're adjusting uh-huh. schedules. We're, we're making tournament packets. We're separating T-shirts. Uh, I've got meetings. I mean, it's, it's a nonstop thing Monday through Wednesday evening. And then about 10 o'clock Wednesday evening, you sit down and you get about an hour or two catch your breath <laughs> but then you're planning on you've got a manager's meeting and a breakfast and uh introductions to the teams and stuff like that on thursday morning and wow. myself myself i'm usually like i can't wait till two o'clock thursday <laughs> because two o'clock thursday i turn it over to george and bernie and don it's suddenly yeah. their baby because now now they're playing ball and i can kind of stand behind the scenes yeah yeah, yeah. When they're playing, then you can kind of somewhat relax. You can at least, Ron. Then the, the, those guys, their work starts up pretty yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so and, and we've um, been very fortunate down there. We we have again last two years have, have had 126 teams. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't hardly go four days without getting some type of a rain delay. I mean, oh, when, yeah. when you play these type of events, so you know those are mm-hmm. nightmares. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to ga- gather up in in my room and redo schedules and make phone calls and send out texts and emails and those type of things. But uh, we've been very fortunate. Last year uh, we did have a weird situation. Uh, again, and, and I lose count. I think this will be our eleventh World Series down there. We have always, and we've had some unbelievable weather at times uh mm-hmm. but we've always been able to crown a champion now last year we did unfortunately have to uh crown a couple of co-champions i've never done it before mm-hmm. but uh we we had rain saturday night we had rain oh, Sunday morning. Mm. we uh we re redid the bracket and started up again and we got into our championship games Sunday afternoon late, and uh, we must have got hit with two inches of rain. I mean, you, oh, you could goodness. not see. Yeah. And uh, so we called them upstairs. Uh, mo- most of these, you know, they've got to be back to work on Monday. They've taken yeah. uh, five or six days off work to attend this event. Uh-huh. But they're checking out on Sunday going home. And you've got yeah. you know, people with 8, 10, 11, 12-hour drives. So, you know, we called them in and, and we crowned a couple co-champions. You know, I just I reordered rings and sent uh-huh. uh, sent two two championship rings. You know, instead of giving one set to this team and the other one 
went home with nothing, but we sent them. And uh, yeah. instead of giving wow. somebody a second place, and we we did our best to make it fair to everyone. Uh-huh. And uh, we've been very fortunate with that. Uh, there was one year, one year it actually rained thirty thirty six straight hours. Oh good! Uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, that was a nightmare. <clears throat> that that, that yeah. year there was a nightmare. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, there was a storm in the Gulf Coast pushing up, and there was one over the Myrtle Beach area, and both mm-hmm. of them were coming to the same area. So they they hit each other, and it stalled over <laughs> Johnson City, Tennessee. Oh, goodness. So wow. for 36 straight hours, it rained steadily, and huh. that there was an absolute nightmare. We were basically locked ourselves in rooms because I'm mm-hmm. getting blown up with text. Email, yeah. phone calls. What are you going to do? Why are you keeping us here? You know, why don't you cancel? No way we're going to play. And we we got it in. We played. But wow. I, I honestly, wow. I honestly thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown. I mean, I can imagine it, it was horrible. Yeah. But, you know, wow. I mean, it, it was one of those deals that if you cancel and you send them home. You got people saying, "Why? Why'd you cancel on it?" Yeah, yeah. And and I can make at the same happy. point, yeah, yeah. At the same same point, you had others that you know packed it up and went home. There's no way your mm-hmm. plan were leaving, and, and mm-hmm. we played. And we crowned champions. So we yeah. do what we can to get it in. And uh, mm-hmm. again, some people don't understand what you go through in those situations, but. Uh, we we have always done what we can to try to play. Yeah. Yeah, the rain is the, the part right. of the sport. Yeah. If you recall, I had two teams for mine uh, called who had dropped out and said they wished they'd stayed. They didn't believe we would have played. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Yes, I, I, yeah. I heard yeah, We uh, had one in the U and one in, one in my 12s that called in and said, yeah. God, we wish we'd have stayed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, if you are listening, if you're listening live, you can call in. If you got questions, you can call in at 646-564-9536 and hang, in to l- hang out a little bit, and I'll watch uh, for callers at 646-564-9536. Also, if you scroll down, you're going to be on the page, the blog page. You scroll down, it's got a live chat there. There is a live chat, so you can, if you don't want to call in, you want to send messages, questions, comments, and I'll relay that to um, to our guests. So <clears throat> let me ask you, each one of you, uh, the par- hardest part or the most painful, uh, obviously the rain is, is a big deal. Yes. So other than rain, what is uh, the most difficult, most painful, I guess the most difficult part of your job? We'll start with George. <clears throat> uh uh, there's quite a bit. I'm I'm not really sure which one is the hardest, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Put it, put it up with Ron Ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we couldn't do without him mm-hmm. and the coaches either. So. Right. Yeah. It's just sometimes uh, some of the uh, parents or coaches don't understand why we do certain things in that, mm-hmm. and we have yeah. to tell them. And, you know, that's it. We can't, right. like I said earlier, we can't change the rule in the middle of the season to mm-hmm. please one or two teams. But very seldom, it, it doesn't uh, do that kind of stuff. But sometimes we get into that. So yeah, I think that's, that's probably one one of them. Try, yeah, and, try and to. Go ahead. That's not so much, uh, you know. That's it, it, it's probably in every weekend, but it, it's you know it's a parent that really doesn't understand why you don't get that from the coaches too often. The mm-hmm. coaches uh, yeah. don't know what we're doing. They they uh, enjoy what we're doing. I mean, we left the park yesterday, and uh, I don't know how many coaches came up and you know thank you and you all you all run a great program. We enjoy what you're doing. That kind of stuff. Periodically, you do get a parent, and I say you. It's usually George or Bernie because I don't get it. Uh, a lot of times I'm standing next to one of them, and they think that these guys are Ron Ray, and that's been a going joke for years. Yeah. But, uh, 
and, and I let them think that. I mean, I, I usually stand there. I'm, I'm kind of, I make a joke. I'm like Wizard of Oz behind the hidden curtain. But uh, <laughs> these guys are, you know, paid, paid to be out there and do what, buddy? I said I let them think that too if it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we, we, uh, for the most part, you know, we don't get that. And and there are guys here and and deal with on a weekly basis and it's usually again it's usually a parent that knows more than you do uh and they do quite well with dealing with it and they they shield me to be honest yeah yeah um we're going to get to what you dislike or what the hardest thing then we're going to get to what you like most uh bernie what's the most um difficult the thing that you dislike uh-huh. the most yeah, I don't know if it's difficult, but I, it's with me uh, in the director part, uh, the part that I like to get out of the way because it's, it's getting your rosters and getting all the coaches checked in and, and making mm-hmm. sure you get squared away with that. I, it's not tough. It's just it's part of it that you got to get done to be able to move on, you know. Right, uh, right. And, yeah, I think the reason that I like it, and I've been saying it for years, I'm now going into third, fourth, and fifth generations of a lot of these families because mm. I've been playing and umpiring for over 60 years. So uh, I'm getting to meet great-grandchildren and all that, and it's just being with the people. Uh, you know, for you know, we talk about the ones that uh, kind of give us a headache, but for the most part, Ninety-eight point nine nine percent of those people are just great people to work with. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and it, the, the, the unfortunate. Yeah. I apologize. Um, the the <laughs> unfortunate thing, and I I try to stress to these guys all the time. Uh, you know, we're we're all human. We all have feelings, and the unfortunate thing is, ninety-nine percent of these people leave happy that's fortunate mm-hmm. we're very blessed mm-hmm. but you let that one person can ruin your entire weekend if if you yeah. allow it mm-hmm. and that one person you're probably not going to please regardless of what you do and and i have to constantly remind these guys don't let that one person ruin your weekend we've had a great weekend it's easier said than done because I know the flip side is if that one person gets a hold of me and wants to go off on me over something that was silly or rather it wasn't silly, maybe they had a legitimate complaint, it may bother me for three or four days afterwards. And I think those type of things compound what these guys are doing, and I'm constantly telling hey, you all had a great weekend. You know, I've got nothing but great responses from people. Don't let that one person ruin it for you. Mm -hmm. Well. I think on the other note on that, Ron, we have to all remember, even I have a bad day sometimes. <laughs> God you bless you, to, But sometimes <laughs> even I have a bad day, you know. Even. Well, I'm glad you guys got it. No, you never have a bad day, George. No, sir. Thank you. <laughs> so, George, what That's is the part of the – what is the part of the job, George, that you like? Well, I I like the coaches, the players, and the parents. They just, you know, fantastic. Like Ron just said, every once in a while there's one, one or two that get to us, you know, and mm-hmm. he always calms, calms us down in that. But, it, you know, we have to take it because if we don't have them, we don't have nothing, you know. Right, right. So, yeah. And they, the main main resource for us so Mm -hmm. that's uh you know i love the parents and coaches and the kids and this is what we're here for the kids only you know not the coaches Mm -hmm. or the parents the kids make sure the kids are happy and keep them off the street and everything and that's exactly what i enjoy keep them off the street keep them out of trouble and the, uh, all these parents that uh, bring their kids this, that's a great, great job they doing, mm-hmm. you know. So that's probably the best part I like, the best. Yeah. Um, 
to uh, shift gears a little bit, we'll start with Ron. I'll ask each of you this this question. So let's say, obviously you can't do this, but let's say you could go into the dining room at dinner with every single family before two or three days before the tournament starts. You were invited to sit down and dinner and you could give them one piece of advice before they went to the tournament. What would that be, Ron? Let your kid play and enjoy the game. Okay. Bottom line. Yeah. We we have too Our, many, too many yeah. parents that uh, think that uh, again I'll switch it to baseball, but little little Johnny's going to be a major league baseball player, or little Susie's going to get a Division One scholarship. <clears throat> Let them play the game and enjoy the game. The rest will take care of itself. And let this be a teaching learning tool and it's more about life than it is about the actual sport. Yeah. Amen. What about you, Bernie? What would you, if you were in that situation? Well, I think mine would be, uh, and and I use this as an umpire, I'm sorry, but, uh, about officiating. And I'd like to point out to people is that a lot of times the angle has a lot to do with the call. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'll give you a, point i went and watched my oldest granddaughter play here two years ago and they made a call at second base the umpire did and i went woo and everybody said what was that and i said that's all you're going to get out of me and the guy says what i said look guys he called that from the back where he's supposed to be at and he called what he thought he saw we're on this side of it and we saw a different picture so you got to live with that just like you're going to live with their errors out there and make up for it. That's all you can do. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. That, that would be my advice. Uh, remember they're human and that angle has everything to do with it. And I'll, tell, I'll give you another instance. I, I uh, coached high school basketball and I told, uh, I knew the, the official and I said, Jim, you missed that call. Well, I videoed all my games and guess what? I got the same angle he got and that angle looked like my player did a block rather than a charge, I swear. And mm-hmm. at that, that boy angle has everything to do with it. Yeah. So that was my yeah. okay. Enjoy. Enjoy your kids and don't worry about the umpires. <laughs> Holly, if I can add something, something to that since uh, we're on umpires and referees. It, it has gotten to the point that uh, because mom and dad pay a few dollars to get into these games, and I'm talking our games, I'm talking high school, middle school, whatever it is, that people think that they've got a right to belittle these umpires. And these, these umpires are doing the very best they can. <clears throat> they don't come in here to try to let one team win or – lose or whatever they don't have an agenda when they walk onto the field 99 percent of these guys don't even know the teams they're calling against except if they've had them a number of times and still they don't know Mm -hmm. them they might Mm -hmm. form a relationship with a coach and speak to them or whatever but for parents and coaches to think that any of these umpires come in with an agenda you know they couldn't be more wrong and Mm -hmm. It, it's across the whole country. I mean, you see it on the national news uh, where parents are fighting or things are happening, and you're getting to where you can't even get umpires and high school officials anymore, and it's sad. And people need to take a step back and check themselves and realize that they're killing the game. And if they don't control themselves, they're hurting their daughter, they're hurting their son, and they're not teaching them the right way to behave to begin with. And I could rant forever on that, but I'll stop. Well, yeah, that I, I would say we all could. The uh, I was at a, a middle school in Louisville, middle school coaches meeting, um, what, a month ago, <clears throat> and I heard them telling stories about uh, how difficult it is now for the middle schools in Louisville to get umpires because they completely get so attacked verbally and sometimes threatened yes. physically 
and um, yes. they get um, and there was a story about one umpire that either had an injury or uh, some sort of uh, uh, something going on physically. They were making fun of his limp or something, and it's it's uh, it is pathetic. I mean, I think uh, as a coach, I, I have the right to go out and question a call. Uh, or whatever, as long as you're obviously under control and things like that. But yeah. parents uh, should just leave them alone completely. It it makes no sense. Yeah. But I think society has gotten a point, and we can get on society. Of course, all of us could forever. But you you <laughs> watch there. these, yeah, you watch these basketball games. Of course, we've got NCAA basketball games going on, and they they talk about how the crowd is a big factor and these people feel like they're part of the game and they're just, and they are in some sense, but as you said, Ron, they can ruin it for everybody. If they, if they keep this up, it's got to stop. Well, you hit on it. I'm athletic director at a middle school in Bardstown and the guy that's over the baseball and basketball league that sets everything up, he has sent out multiple emails this spring because he's, he's got a shortage of umpires. He can't get anybody yeah. to call the games. And there, yeah. there's a lot of games. We only have one umpire. And, mm-hmm. and this is a part of the problem. I mean, mm-hmm. why would you go out here and, you know, for $45 a game or whatever they're paying middle school, be abused? And yeah. it, it, it has gotten to where it's very sad. It really is. And it, it's on called for. I, I will back up a step here uh, and share something. I was impressed with at the world series in Johnson city, Tennessee, we, we bring in guys from everywhere and we, we've got a crew from South Carolina that comes in and I was sitting up in the press box and the umpires was using behind me, you know, where they were relaxing in between games or that's where they would dress and hang out and things of that nature. And these guys were up there actually schooling each other, questioning you know, oh, wow. they would ask questions, yeah. and they were they were actually it was like uh, jeopardy of of, of uh, fast pitch softball. Mm-hmm. They were quizzing each other, and they were working on their craft while they were in between games. And I was like, you know, people don't realize how much these guys put into this, and mm-hmm. you know, it's important to them to go out and do yeah. a good job. They don't want to go out there and blow a call, but if right. they do, you know. It's unbelievable to me, and, uh, you know, we just need to take a step back and realize that they're doing the best they can as well. Yeah, yeah, it's really sad, and, and it, it it is amazing how we as human beings are all so flawed. We all make so many mistakes, but we expect these guys to be human, not to be human, to, to not make any mistakes at all, and it's, right. uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. We could, again, we could probably talk about that uh, uh, all day, uh, and, and hopefully – Hopefully somebody's listening, and then if we can change one parent's view, and Amen. she or he keep their mouth shut about the umpires and be nothing but positive for their right. for their kids, that would be worth it. That's for sure. Absolutely. <clears throat> um, so I don't. Did we get to George? What um, um, if you had that op- that scenario, you could sit in front of a family and and say something to them. What would that be? Well, the best thing I would say, you know. Every play, every different tournament, they have different rules, and the parents need to learn that. All rules not the same with each mm-hmm. association. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. they they yeah. pretty close, you know, but some of them we got different ones than that. And I wish, and it will never happen that all of yeah. them would be the same for the kids. That's what we're here mm-hmm. for, the kids. You know, mm-hmm. but that will ever come true but they need to learn you know you had the different tournament each weekend like a lot of these teams go to you know all over the place and mm-hmm. i think that would sell a lot of the problem you know yeah so, yeah it would yeah that's what i would, I would say to uh parents mm-hmm. yeah it would be nice and i've done that as a coach uh, experienced uh, uh coaching the same age kid dealing with different rules depending on what association you were playing or what stuff yeah. or what yeah that's that is a yeah. pain yeah 
They're usually not major, but they they're usually one that'll come up for discussion, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the that will be the one thing that happens. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So we're gonna uh, finish up here a little bit. Uh, Ron, uh, I guess, or if you would one, you've got some uh, tournaments going on all through you know the fall, so we can't really go there. So the first thing is your website is futurestarsofsports.com. Is that right? That, that's correct. Futurestarsofsports.com. No funny spelling. Yeah. So you can get, uh, you can find that website. Uh, type in uh, the futurestarsofsports.com. Go to that website. And uh, you can also find a link to that website on my website, National Diamond Academy, where Gap to Gap Radio is. Uh, and uh, you can find the schedule. Uh, on there, and I'm looking at it right now, and it's just a list of schedules all over the place. And I'm assuming that you're still open with a lot of these. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I typically yeah. will take teams up till Tuesday. I try to get my schedule out on Wednesday. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, naturally, the quicker you get in, the better off you are periodically. Some of them, uh, once we hit June and things of that nature, a lot of them get completely booked up. But uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, I'm able to let you in on Tuesday, and I'm not going to say I haven't let people in on Wednesday and stuff after the schedule went out, but uh, I don't mm-hmm. like to do that. Right. But we, right. we have something uh, in this area. We have something nearly every weekend. Now, I'm off the next two weekends because of uh, K- mm-hmm. Kentucky uh, – Spring oh, the break. Derby. And I typically and, don't get yeah. during spring break. Uh, yeah. Derby weekend, I do have a one day. Uh, we play on yeah. Sunday, uh, a one yeah. day tournament. But uh, outside of, uh, we usually play every weekend except spring break, mm-hmm. uh, Easter. And this year, I'm taking Mother's Day off. Typically, we play Mother's Day, but uh, I've mm. got a son that's getting married that weekend. So. <laughs> I thought that it takes, might be wise yeah. to take that weekend off, yeah. or my wife might yeah. uh, might butcher me yeah. or something. But might uh, disown you. And, yeah. and we play uh, all the way up till Halloween uh, weekend. We have a tournament, a season-ending Halloween havoc, where the kids dress up in costumes, and uh, usually for the best dressed team, uh, we give three or four uh, paid births to our World Series. I think we gave four away last year. Uh, yeah. Where we, we basically they come in, they're dressed up in Halloween costumes. I uh, I ask them to send me pictures of their teams, and then uh, all of my directors, their wives, uh, my wife, and my kids. Uh, I have probably about ten, fifteen people, and I send them the pictures, and I say vote for your favorites, and that's yeah, how we cool. decide who who gets the birth. So, yeah. but we we gave away I think four uh, paid first to the uh, World Series in Johnson City, uh, Tennessee, just based off of uh, uh, Halloween costumes. Yeah, last, that's last cool. Year. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. A lot of our so, umpires do uh, dress up too, Ron, don't, you know. We, we, do, we do have a handful of umpires that come in uh, out of uniform and dress in costumes. And uh, quite oh, honestly, myself and the assigning umpire, uh, we, we go in together and, and uh, they might get a $100 gift card or something of that nature from us uh, mm-hmm. based on uh same thing we we have some people judge them as well but we try to make that a fun weekend that's our season ending weekend uh i'd like to mention before we go off again we're doing the class c world series july 26th through 28th this year that's our first year event on this uh 20 25th whatever that thursday is and i don't have this information in front of me but we're having a uh ceremony at the Louisville Bats baseball game where the teams would uh, go down on the field and the names of the teams will be put up on the video wall. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's a neat experience. I've done that with baseball. I'm also doing that with our Northern Nationals this year. That's uh, June the 28th, 29th, and 30th. A seven-game guarantee is our Northern Mm -hmm. Nationals. That's in in and around Louisville, uh, New Albany, Brandenburg, uh, that's been a large event for a few years. And on the uh, 27th, that Thursday night, we're doing the same thing with the Louisville Bats where those teams will be introduced down onto the field as well. Yeah, very cool. 
Very cool. I like that you do a lot of uh, it. Just, I mean, obviously you're there to play, and that's what you're you're you want to do a great job of that, and they want to do that. But I do like the things you do in addition to the games. And speaking of that, there's a couple more things we want to get to. Uh, of course, I know I'm uh, involved in some of these things. Uh, you've got some pre-tournament uh, showcases and uh, on a couple games, right? Yes, uh, June 21st through the 23rd. I think the 21st is a Friday uh, in Lanesville, Indiana, just uh, north of New Albany, about 20 20 minutes northwest of Louisville. Mm -hmm. We will be doing a college showcase. We will have uh, several college coaches there on Friday doing a camp. And, uh, of course, as you mentioned, you're involved, and you will be Mm -hmm. doing metrics and uh, bat speed testing and things of that nature. Right. Uh, so definitely reach out to me, anyone listening that would be interested, reach out to me and let me know, and I'll get you more information on that. June the uh, 28th through 30th, as I mentioned, is our Northern Nationals. We will have several college coaches attend that. There's no camp, but they're, they're, uh, they will be in attendance. And July the 8th through the 10th is another camp. It's a camp only, and it's in Brandenburg, that Holly will be involved mm-hmm. with, and we'll do uh, testing and have uh, several college coaches attend that as well. And the World Series in Johnson City, Tennessee, we always have uh, usually 10, 12, 14 coaches show up that I know of. Mm-hmm. Periodically, I will hear from a coach that will say, hey, you know, I just got contacted by Middle Tennessee University, and they're interested in my picture, and I'm like, Wow, I didn't even know they were there. So, right, a handful of college coaches attend that without letting me know. But uh, you know that has grown. <laughs> Last year we had 35 high school teams from a number of states, so it draws a lot of college coaches. And again, some let me know they're there. Others uh, don't sign in, I guess, because they don't want us to know they're there. But periodically, yeah. I will hear from a team that has been reached out to. But, yeah. and, and mentioning that, as we mentioned earlier, as far as uh, events, we do the same thing. We do a team parade at that event, and that's at the Johnson City Cardinals, uh, St. Louis Cardinals Farm Club oh, Stadium. Yeah, uh, We do that on Thursday, and uh, we have a pizza party, team social with a DJ and music on Friday night down there for that one. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of your younger teams just love that. I hear all the time the parents say, yeah, we came back for the party more than we did the bay, the ball because we enjoyed <laughs> that uh, dance or whatever. But you know, it, it, it's all good, and uh, they enjoy it, and uh, we enjoy having them. Yeah, great. So you're off then. It looks like you said uh, for a few weeks. Your next tournament is April thirteenth, fourteenth at New Albany, and then you have one yeah, at Lane. Uh, yeah. Yes, April 13th and 14th, we're in three locations, and typically what will happen is if one doesn't fill up, we will ask you to move to another one, but all all of those are within uh, the furthest point. Of, Lanesville to Fern Creek might be 40 minutes. I doubt that it's yeah. even that far. Of course, yeah, Lanesville to uh, New Albany is only five or ten minutes, but uh, – mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't fill up all three sites, so you might sign up for one and we'll ask you to move somewhere else. Or I just this morning had a 10 and under Class C team ask me about that event and asked how I would do as far as putting them somewhere. And I told my answer was what we do with the first year 10s slash 9U, if we don't have enough, C teams, we'll put that 10 UC with the first year nines, and they're usually pretty even. Uh, so I yeah. would find a place for him to play, but it may not be the place that he actually signed up for. Gotcha. But, but I gotcha. And then um, for them, if a team is listening that uh, or someone part of a team is interesting that interested, they want to get into a tournament again. It's you got pretty much tournaments every weekend through Halloween. So they just email you, Ron? E- email is the easiest way. A lot of teams, my, my text is on the website as well, uh, my phone mm-hmm. number. I don't have a problem with you texting. 
99% of the time, if you text me, I'm going to ask you to email me, and I'm going to send you my email address because I'm one that's on the road all the time. I'm coaching high school baseball, and right. I'm rarely at home. So uh-huh. <laughs> it's easier for me to get an email to where I'm sitting at my desk in the evening, and I will take care of it. I'm always afraid of text. I'm liable to get yeah. 30 more texts, and you get rowed down, and then I forget to go uh-huh. back and check that one text. So I always yeah. ask teams to email me. Plus, it does a couple of things. I, I, when I email back, they have confirmation that I have them mm-hmm. in. They can save that. I save the email as well that I've got confirmation that we talked. Right. And that email is ron, R-O-N, at futurestarsofsports.com. Again, all that information is on the futurestarsofsports.com website. So uh, that, that any – yeah. Any parting, uh, anything else you want to say, George? I'll go George, Bernie, and, and Ron, and then we'll get off here for the day. Uh, I George? just want to say uh, the coaches and the parents, thank you very, very much for supporting us, and we hope to keep seeing you every year. Thank you very much from the bottom of my heart. And uh, invite and you to all their dinners, right? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anything from you, Bernie? I just uh, want to thank everybody uh, for participating with Future Stars of Sports and uh, just thank our fans, thank our players, because you know what? Without them players, we really ain't got much. God bless <laughs> That's true. Yeah. And Ron? I, I would just say the same thing. I, I'm very appreciative of the support that these teams have given me through the years. Uh, very grateful. I do not forget that. Uh, they get those emails all the time when they enter my events. I always uh, thank them for their support. And, uh, Holly, before I get off here, I want to wish you nothing but the best. I know you're launching this yeah. new program. I wish you much thank success. You. If there's any way that I can help you, if we can uh, be be back on here a few more times to try to, you know, send out yeah. more messages yeah. that you're here, we would be more than more than happy to uh, join you. And if I can ever help you, do not hesitate. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I definitely want to get uh, you back ever so often, especially, um, uh, you know, if, if you want to come and plug a tournament that's. Um, uh, you want to make sure you get it filled up or anything special going on. Just uh, We can actually do it during any show that I'm doing if you want to do that. Or we can bring the three of you back in about uh, Halloween time and we can do uh, pictures and uh, and show everybody. So we can, well, we can certainly great. do a lot of things. Yeah. Um, well, I appreciate the three of you being here. And uh, I do appreciate the work that you do. I think uh, if you haven't had the opportunity to hear – my uh, uh, interview with uh, Lonnie Alameda. She's the head coach of Florida State uh, University. They just won the College World Series this past year. She made a couple comments, and I did a lot of research on her because I didn't. I've met her, uh, but I didn't know a, a lot of personal stuff. And, and sometimes I like to get somewhat personal with the coaches in these situations. Sure. But she she made a comment that, and I want to finish with, and I think you all pretty much have said it. But she was talking about different things, about recruiting and stuff. And and the bottom line for her is if it's best for the girl, if it's best for the sport, she's for it. It may not be best for Florida State that this girl doesn't go to school there. But if that's where she wants to go somewhere else and it's better for her, she's all for that. And she was very positive, very uplifting for the sport of softball to build that up. And what you all are doing in a positive way at the grassroots level, but at a pretty high level for a lot of these girls, but uh, as well is building up the sport and making it better for, for them. And, and uh, that uh, I'm just saying, thank you for everyone. Yes. Well, yes, I, I want to thank you, Holly, too, please. Yep. For having thank us. you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank I'm going to finish with some uh, business information. You can go ahead and stay or you can, uh, go on with your day. Again, appreciate it. We'll get you all back uh, as soon as we can. Sounds great, right, Holly. You. I appreciate it. Uh-huh. See you anything thank holler you. at me. I will. All right. All thank right. you. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank, thank you, very you very much. much. Uh, God bless. Okay. Yeah, God bless you. So that was uh, Ron Ray with Future Stars of Sports and uh, two of his directors, uh, Bernie. I didn't actually didn't get their last names. Uh, Bernie, what's your Pose. last name? Are you still there? Bernie Pose. B-O-W-L-E-S. 
be Bowles, and then George? Willett, W-I-L-L-E-T-T. Okay, great. Well, thank you. And so they are the directors, or some of the, a few of the main directors, obviously, of uh, Future Stars of Sports. And uh, so if you're part of that tournament, you're going to get out there. Those are the guys that you look up and talk to and, and uh, um, hopefully uh, get a chance to meet them and get a chance to meet Ron. And um, so anyway, that's it for them. A couple of things, some business stuff. This is Gap to Gap Radio. You can listen to this show mostly every Monday at noon. I'm going to interview people from – uh, tournament directors, uh, owners, to college coaches, to middle school coaches, to players, professional players, uh, all fast pitch softball. I may get into other areas, fitness, uh, academic, uh, administration, that type of thing on occasion. For example, like athletic directors or uh, owners of, of uh, professional teams, different things like that. Just trying to, to uh, build up the sport of softball as well. Um, some things coming up with um, – with National Diamond Academy, I am uh, doing a couple of things with services, helping girls find college. If you want to go to the website, that's nationaldiamondacademy.com. And um, with that said, I appreciate everybody listening. You can listen to all the shows uh, archived, like pretty much later, uh, anytime. You can come back to this website and you can listen to any of the previous shows. Let me know if you need anything. I'm at holly at nationaldiamondacademy.com. Everybody have a great day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.